Okay, we are in Sefer Nehemia, Peret Yud Aleph, Pasuk Aleph, Vayashru Sarei Ha'am Birushalayim. So this is the 11th Peret of um, Nehemia. There are two more. And we've seen in the first 10 Prokim, Nehemia as the titular leader of the returning Jews of Bavel in Yerushalayim and in Yehuda has to deal with a multitude of problems he has to solve. Of course, we know first the walls, they were under attack, they were breached. He devises a defense system. The problem of intermarriage, he resolves that by you had to terminate the marriage with the, the non-Jewish spouse. Um, Populating the city of Levium, the Kohanim. He couldn't get Levium, for example, to come. He had to beg uh, to get Levium. Now he has a very interesting societal problem, one that in many ways is still very much with us today. It's the old classic of you live in the suburbs versus the city. So we saw that Yerushalayim, when the return occurs, is basically a one-industry town. It's the Beis Hamikdash. You usually work for the Beis Hamikdash. You work for the political arm of the city. So the Sarim lived there. The Kohanim, who performed the Avodah, the Levium lived there. But a lot of the people just didn't want to live in Yerushalayim. They didn't want to live there because their ancestral homes were in the outlying areas. And they didn't want to leave because they were much more comfortable, as people someday are, with open spaces and with farms and with no attacks from the Shomronim. And they were just happy with the rustic rural lives there and didn't feel the necessity of living in the big city. And yet, Nehemiah realizes that if you're going to make or restore Yerushalayim back to that central world capital, you had to populate it. How do you do it? Interestingly enough, he comes up with a goro, a raffle, we're going to see, a lottery, where you took this lottery, you drew lots, one out of ten moved to Yerushalayim. It was understood and they moved to Yerushalayim. By the way, so uh, imbued is this city versus country that the uh, Gemara in Kesuvos, Kuf Yud, Amud Alam, says that a man cannot compel his wife to move from the suburbs to the city. He has no right to do that. The Rambam says that as well, that you should not make your wife move from a city, a suburb, a town, into into a major metropolis. So he's faced with that. And here is the lottery. Begin Pasuk Aleph. The Ela, no, that's not it. Vayoshu Sarha Om Yerushalayim. Yes, the Sarha Om lived in Yerushalayim. The offices, the political structure, the municipal structure of Yerushalayim. Usharha Om, but the rest of the nation didn't. And therefore, he pilu garalot 
להביא אחד מן העשרה לשבת בירושלים עיר הקודש. So they conceived of a lottery where one out of ten would live in Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, and the other nine, they want to live in their ancestral homelands, the outlying suburbs, the um, small towns. Fine. We have seen before this concept of a lottery, very prominent in our history. The theory of a lottery of a chance goro is that it is the Kaddish Baruch Hu that is making the decision. So we see the most famous lottery is on Yom Kippur, that one where we draw a Seir la Zazel or Seir la Hashem, the two goats. Um, we see it in the Nachala, when they first divided the land among the Shvatim, it was done by lottery. We see that time that Achen had stolen from the city of Ai, it's joined by a lottery to find out who did it. So a lottery is not unfamiliar to us, and it is the method used here. Now, there were, in fact, volunteers who chose to live in Yerushalayim. And the nation blessed them. Who volunteered so both those who won the lottery, the one in ten, and also those who voluntarily selected are considered highly praiseworthy. And that's why, as we're going to see, we do so often now here in Nehemiah, we're going to list those who did, who moved to Yerushalayim, simply to give them the well-deserved prominence and recognition they deserve for doing it. And these are those who lived in Yerushalayim and in the cities of Judea. And those that lived outside in their ancestral homeland. Uh, before um, Golos Bogel, people knew they had towns, there were deeds, there were property rights, and so they could choose to live there. Israel HaKohanim, Malabim, Bahanasinim, those are the famed servants of the Kohanim. Uvenei Avdei Shlomo, the servants of Shlomo, who did the menial work of the Kohanim. Uvyushalayim Yashum Ibnei Yehuda Mibnei Binyamim. And most of the people living in Yehuda and Binyamin, that was the territory of Yerushalayim, they were from those tribes. That's not to say that there were not other tribal members there, but Nehemiah chooses not to mention them here. They are mentioned in Divrei Hayamim, where there is not the exact same list, but a very close proximity of facsimile of the list that appears here. So these are the people, maybe Yomim, maybe Yehuda, and now we're going to get from Pasuk Dalit the list. Asya ben Azuya ben Zechariah ben Amri ben Shaktaya ben Nechalel mibnei Paretz. Stop here, because genealogically, in the tribe of Judea, we've said this before, you cannot rise any higher than being a descendant of Paretz. Paretz was a son of Yehuda himself. Paretz was a grandfather of David HaMelech. He is superbly lineaged. Lots of years there. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Umaser ben Baruch ben Kol Chose ben Chazia ben Adja ben Yoyav ben Zechariah ben Hashiloni. Kol b'nei Peretz, Hayosim b'Yerushalayim, Arba Meos Shishim Shmona, 468, Anshei Chayo. means not only that they were strong men or soldierly, Anshei means character-wise, like we say, Eishas Chayo that they were leading men, they were men rooted in their faith and their belief, and they are mentioned here with great affection and importance. The Ela b'nei binyamin, and now on the binyamin side, Salah ben Meshulam ben Yoer ben Pidjah ben Koloyah ben Maseha ben Yisrael ben Yishaya. These are from the binyamin side. Acharov gabe Salah and after Salah, Shameos Esrim Mishmona, nine hundred and twenty-eight. The Yoel ben Zichri pakid alehem. The Yehuda ben Asnua al ha'ir. Mishnah. And they divide, there was a mayor, so to speak, Yoel ben Zichri Pokid Aleyhem, and Yehuda ben Hasnua Aleyhem Mishnah. That would be like a, a vice mayor, it's a deputy mayor. Minakohanim, now we get to the Kohanim, Yodia ben Yoradav Yochin, Shroya ben Chilkiya ben Mishalem ben Sadat ben Muryoz ben Achitu, Neged Beisalokim, that they administered Neged Beisalokim. They were not Kohanim Gadol, but they had very key administrative jobs in the Kohanic families. And these were those that may not necessarily have participated in the daily avoda, but had very significant administrative duties in the bias. The Echav Roshayim Laobos. Masayim Arba Ushnayim, Amshasei Ben Azarel, Ben Akzei, Ben Mishamos, Ben Emer, and Roshayim Laavos, they were heads of the various groups, 242. Vachayim Gogrei Chayel, Meo Esrim Ushmone, Upokit Aleim Zabdiel, Ben Agdulim. An interesting group. These were Gibore Hachayel. They were Kohanim whose specialty was not in the avoda, but in defense, in the self-defense of the city. They were men of unquestionable strength and valor, and they had that job. They formed a protective vice around the city and for the Kohanim. Now, umin alavim, shmaya ben chashub ben azrikam ben chashavya ben buni, ven vishabta v'yotsevet alham on the Levite jobs, that were outside the base of Kim. They tended certain areas. They could have been the gatekeepers. May Rashi Halavim of the head of the Levim, Umatnia ben Micha ben Zavdi ben Asaf, as important perhaps as Peretz was in Yechis to the um, Yehuda. So was um, Asaf to the Levim. Asaf, we know, was the head composer. Asaf did all the music. We have so many Tehillim that say, Mizmorla Asaf, the song of Asaf. Great Yechis to be connected to Asaf. And from him continued for centuries the Levium, those who wrote the Shurim and led the Shurim. So Asaf is pretty big in the Yechis genealogy. 
Benazem Rosh Hatrila, Yehuda Latfila, Ubabakia, Mishne Meacha, Baabda Ben Shmua, Ben Golo, Ben Yedusim, Kol Halvim, Beira Kodesh. These were in the year of Kodesh Masayim Shmonim Arba, 248. Yes, 284. And this seems very minuscule for the Levium needed. Remember, they were the service at the Kohanim, they were the gatekeepers, they were the singers, they had jobs, and we know this was a source of terrible heartbreak and frustration to Nehemiah that he couldn't get the Levium back. And for a good reason, perhaps, that in the 70 years in Babel, the Levium forgot the ritual. How are they going to remember either the Shirim or how are they going to remember the Avoda they did or the jobs they did? So it was a very frustrating test to get the Levium as we see. The Hashoarim, those are the Levites that guard the gates. Akuv Talmon Bachem Ashomrim Bashorim Meya Shivim Ushnayim one hundred seventy-two. Ushar Yisrael Akohanim Alviim Bacholore Yehuda Ishbinachalaso. And the rest of them lived. They had permission. You didn't have to be in Yerushalayim, even if you were Kohen and Levi. They dwelt in the cities of Yehuda, Ishbinachalasel, according to his ancient uh, inheritance. The Levium, of course, didn't have an inheritance, but the Levium lived in cities specifically de- designated for Levium. And again, the Sinim, Yoshim Ba'ofel. Ofel is outside of Yerushalayim, to the south, and they lived there, and tradition is they still are there today. And they had their own leaders that administered the Nasinim. Upakin HaLevim Yerushalayim, the head of the Levim, he was more or less the administrator, the liaison. In Yerushalayim was Uzi ben Boni ben Chashpaya ben Masna ben Micha Mibnei Asaf, of the children of Asaf, Hamishorim, who sang the Neged Malchus Beisalokim, who sang before the king, which was Melech David in the house of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Ki mitzvahs ha-melech aleihem, they had upon them this b'nei asaf, the mitzvah of the king himself, the amana al-mishorim devar yom biyomo, and they performed the songs of the Levium, they sang him, they composed them, they played them, yom biyomo, each day. Upaschaya ben mishazavel ben ezerach ben Yehuda, the yad ha-melech l'chol devar ha-am. Pischaya was again, a liaison uh, in Yehuda, like Liad to the administrator Liad Hamelech, going to uh, Daryavesh. He was a liaison that took care of the needs of those who had left Bavel. Vel hachatzerim b'steim ibn Yehuda, v'yoshu b'kiryas arba uvenose uvedibon uvenesona uvekifzavim hachatzerim, and the rest hel hachatzerim. They dwelt in open courtyards, open areas, cities, sadosam, their fields, Mibnei Yehuda, Yashu Bikiryas Arba. The sons of Yehuda, if they dwelt out of the city, dwelt or congregated in Kiryas Arba, which today we know as Hebron. Uvenoseho, Vidivon, Uvenoseho, Vikipsoyo, Vachatsreya, and they lived in Divon, Vikapsreya, and its environs. Uvi Yeshua, Uvimolodo, Vibes Pellet, Uvachatser Shaol, Uvayasheva, Uvnoseho, these were the cities outside that they lived. Uvikatsolo, Uvachona, Uvnoseho, Uvnoseho means like sister suburbs. Uvain Rimon, Uvitsoro, Uvi Yarmus, 
Zonach Arlam Lachatsrehim, courtyards, open areas, Lachish is Toseha, Azakov Noseha, Vayechanumi Beersheva Ad Yehinom. And they dwelt that territory of Judea and Binyamin extended from Beersheva north. Yehinom, we know, is the valley outside of Yerushalayim. We know it as the inspiration, as it were, for the name Gehenna because it was there that they performed those terrible acts of Avodezar, including sacrificing their sons to the Molech, and it was called Gehinom, and from there, Gehenim. Uvnei binyamin migoa michamash ha'ayas uveis elov noser, binyamin dwelt in those suburbs, anosos, nov, anono, anosos, nov, and anono, and I believe this anosos is the same as the city of Yirmiyahu that tried to kill him. And obviously they received tshuva because the Kaddish Baruch when Yirmiyot says he will wipe them out and they're still very much here. Chatzar Rama Gatim, Chadir Tzvalim Nala, these are all those suburbs. Lov Ono Gei HaFarashim, Umin HaLeviyim Machlokas Yehuda Levinyamin. And from Leviyim there was together with Yehuda and Binyamin's wealth scattered in the two of them. And so that is where they gathered. That is the story of the repopulation. And we'll see tomorrow we continue with these lists uh, of those who made the journey, those who worked in the Beis HaMikdash. And again, as we've said, this is to give them the total immortality that they deserve for their sacrifice and dedication. 8.45 tomorrow, nine, uh, you will not want to miss it, I'd come.